All right. Wow. It feels like, and we're live. And I just want to say it's been a while. It feels like a while. Yeah. <laughs> There was like a lot of like a lot of things happened since then. There's like the the fire now outside. It's like it feels like Asia to me now. <laughs> yeah, that's so strange. Yeah. But I just want to welcome us back to uh, Naturally Supernatural. Mm. Uh, today it's a really special um, episode that we have. Uh, we have a new host, Hi. a new addition to the family, <laughs> and uh, she's awesome. Uh, I just want to introduce uh, Joyce, and she's like multi-talented. I see her like just organize a bunch of different events together, and just organize people. Just her way of like speaking mm. life into mm. people and getting them to um, just organizing them. Mm. And I don't, I don't know how she does it, but she's doing it. Mm. And I'm so glad that she's here. Mm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, first, thank you again, guys, for having me. And hello, everyone, to the that's listening. Um, but yeah, I'm Joyce. I actually have been a part of several ministries and been helping out different places. But I've known Pastor Tom for what five years now. Yeah. Yes. But didn't really get myself involved. In the ministry until with Pastor Tom, at least about two years ago, three years ago, when we mm. started Sozo. Mm. So yeah, I started off getting to know Pastor Tom, and then here I am today. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got to know Jackie too. So I just want to celebrate for this, mm. and that, like, I don't know, just something's going on. I feel like there's like change, like happening every day. And um, I think recognizing it is really um, how do you say it? it's very crucial. Like how you recognize it, how you perceive it, mm -hmm. and how you interact with it. Like it's yeah. like it's it tells a lot about um, who, like what kind of hurts you have been through, mm. and how you have or have not healed from it. Yeah. So the filters of how we've been impacted by life. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I, I, I'm like really into like these like entrepreneurial things right now because that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's your and, passion now. And this guy, he's saying, um, uh, one of this person that I met, they were saying like you, um, like how your business problem comes up. It's basically how um, your business problem is basically an extension of your personal problems, mm. and that is showing up in your business. And it's like um, it's like you are a victor in your own realm, and whatever realm that is, and it's whatever realm you allow that. To be, and you're a winner in that. Mm. So, what are you winning? Are you winning some? You could even win losses. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and you can even win people. You can even win in realms that are not healthy for you. Mm. And but, of course, you want the healthy ones, right? Mm. And I feel like the only way for us to learn, like in a worldly way, it'll be so many different uh, methods and 
methodology, beliefs, and thinking. It could go a million ways. But I think with God, like there, with the Holy Spirit, there's only one way where we can feel connected and feel present in the very moment. Mm. And I think that's a, that's like different path that we're walking when mm. we're Christians. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know why I started saying that. but I <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's, that's a great uh, topic to go into. Um, you know, a lot of times um, we always say, oh, I should have seen that coming. Mm. Or, you know, it's like, you know, it sounds like, and sometimes, you know, when we don't operate in that, we, we tend to tell our friends at church, like, hey, you know, Jesus teaches not to worry about tomorrow, uh, this and that. And mm. But the thing is, you know, there is a tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel that there's a huge disconnect yeah. between today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that disconnect you talk about on how sometimes you fail or you succeed, it's not even about that. It's not even about, um, you know, like a solution. Mm. Like a lot of times when we fail, we look for solution, right? Try to fix things. We're trying to fix things and mm-hmm. really there's no fixing. Mm-hmm. There is no fixing. So here's the thing that people get shocked when they hear this, like I tell them, there's no fixing. In fact, there's no solutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say, what? You know, yeah, to personal problems, mm. there's none. You can fix this mic if it breaks Burn, down, yeah. mm-hmm. right? It's pretty one-dimensional, right? This part broken, change mm. it, right? Yeah. But when it comes to personal, um, it's very different. God created us unique, mm-hmm. uh, very unique. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not a computer. If your computer, even as good as the one I see here, uh, you know, if it breaks down, you bring it to Geek Squad, I'm sure they will know how to fix it. You pay like a hefty penny. Yeah, you pay and then you fix it. Yeah. But the thing is, people do pay a lot of money trying to fix Fixed their problems, yeah. you know, like in relational uh, business and this and that. But you're right. It, it points back to the person. Mm. The person, their personal problems. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the key thing here is it's not about fixing it's about the direction mm. okay that's good yep. and so you eventually will arrive at destinations okay mm. the point where you want to get to in business you talk about vision this and that goals whatever but at the end of the day you're going to end up there but there are principles in life Right, and we'll talk about that. That uh, fix whether you like it or not, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, it's just gonna happen. Like you know, like in the Bible, it talks about you know, you you reap what you sow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's gonna happen. Like if you plant, you plant an apple in the ground, uh, apple seed. Mm-hmm. Right. It will eventually become an apple tree, <laughs> and the apple tree will eventually bear fruit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you there every second to make sure that thing grows and bear fruit? No. Mm-hmm. It just will, right? And the same thing. When we ignore certain things today, uh, you will end up with the consequences of tomorrow. Later, yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to share that when you when I heard you talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's Joyce, true. you have anything to chime in no, on? No, it's that? Yeah. yeah, that's so true about the disconnect that sometimes 
I guess, especially for our generation, we talk about YOLO, like you only live once and, you know, just live to it. But just as you said, Jesus did say, don't worry about tomorrow as tomorrow Mm. has its own issues, but Mm -hmm. didn't say don't think about it. You know what I mean? Mm. And like, yeah, worry, like look at your present, but also think about what's happening tomorrow in in Mm. relation to your actions. Mm. You know, I was thinking about it earlier. I'm like, it's almost like studying. Like for myself, if no one knows, I'm a nurse. So Mm -hmm. if I had not studied, I wouldn't have understood and received the knowledge that I needed in order to take care of my patients, right? If I just, you know, willfully just said, oh, Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, give me, which I mean, it's not impossible, but it's also wise that you got to think about, hey, if there's a need for tomorrow, what can I do today in order to sow Mm -hmm. so that it it would reap? And yeah. just the same way with the apple tree and stuff. Mm. It's not like you're going to bear an orange if you plant an yeah. apple tree, right? Yeah. You got to be intentional too. Yeah. But I think a lot of people don't understand that disconnect because in our own hurts, like Jackie was talking about earlier, we sometimes filter things through our lens of hurt or our lens of experience in life. And so there's that major dis- disconnect. And it's not until you kind of understand your natural design and your purpose and what God has really has to offer for you, do you really begin to open your eyes and kind of the the screens and the filters begin to kind of come off and the layers begin to be revealed? Mm-hmm. And the same way that, you know, in, in a healing process, just kind of fun fact, but when our patients have like um, dressings and stuff, at some mm-hmm. point we have to remove the dressing to allow it to heal. Yeah. Of course, it's not a pretty sight and it's not an amazing experience because sometimes when you're removing the the dressing, it's stuck onto the wound. Mm. And because the person or the patient has gotten so comfortable with having that protective layer over that wound, they don't want to take it off. But we tell them it's part of the healing process. Yeah. If you don't take it off, then it you know, essentially it will be a part of you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've seen where we've had to like, put water on it in order to take the dressing off and once it is and it's open to the air that's where the healing process then kind of happens faster so to speak and then you see that the new skin or whatever has healed but it came with a process and this also has part of a choice too if you want to heal or not Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's so interesting that is so interesting you talk about choice right choice and sometimes too that disconnect when we have that disconnect uh, we don't even know how to make that choice mm-hmm. you know like if you're That's brought so up to think that this is it like this is you know the flesh part of it this is all there is then you don't realize um, that there's more how do you oh. how do you catch yourself doing that like do you find yourself doing that sometimes or like in the past that you guys have done that and then you're like oh crap I'm doing it again <laughs> and then you know and then and you're like, thanks, God. And then for reminding me, I'm going <laughs> to direct that back. <laughs> yeah. So early on, I was saying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything, there is a destination. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get there. But, you know, it's not solution or solving the problem to get there. Like, imagine if you're lost. I don't know if you've been lost. Like, I've been lost many times. You know, I'm <laughs> pretty pretty not challenged with directions. Yeah. And thank God for GPS, right? But even sometimes GPS will just fail you because yeah. you didn't update the GPS. Mm-hmm. And then new roads are built. So when you're lost, there's no solution. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, no trying to figure out 
how to do things you know there's none the only thing you got to figure out is the right direction to get back to the destination mm-hmm. yeah. so direction is very important so yeah. when you miss that direction and that's the principle we're talking about the bible have mm-hmm. taught us a lot of the biblical principles uh when we miss that we totally miss the destination and if we continue to choose the same direction that's when we go oh when did i see that coming I should have seen that coming. It's like sometimes people say, you know what? I want to, you know, yeah, it was all that person's fault and this and that. But all of your friends saw that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're heading the wrong direction in that relationship and you are the only one did not see it. Mm-hmm. Everybody well, if they're telling you you won't listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if they tell you, you don't want to listen, right? Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I and from Jesus is that you know he didn't come to solve solution this and that that's why all the pharisees were asking him you know are you are you here to judge are you here to you know da, da, da. and and the one thing i remember so clearly um in the book of john is when some of john's uh, disciples or followers mm-hmm. when they saw jesus and john kept saying that's the guy that's yeah. the guy i'm just paraphrasing right mm-hmm. that's the guy and then and then when they actually saw him they tailgate him Yeah. They were walking behind him. And then Jesus turns around and go, "What do you want?" Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if somebody follows you, right? Yeah. You turn around and you go, "What do you want?" Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. go, well, "We want to know where you live." Mhm. Yeah. And then he goes, "Come." See. Yeah. That's an invitation to follow him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Come follow me, Jesus keeps saying that, right? And then the rich man says, "Oh no, I can't do this. I have to do this first. Or the guy that says, "Oh, I've got to go and bury my da- dad who's dead first, you know, and all these things is to give us a clue mm. that you want to get to that destination, you got to follow the person that is the way, the truth, and the life yeah. is not some solution, it's just following that's why we're known as followers of jesus mm-hmm. so i think yeah i think like um yeah like when you're in it when you're in the, your situations um sometimes when i'm in it mm. i gotta remind myself like you know when you're playing a game yeah let's say you're playing chess <laughs> you're playing chess like that, but <laughs> or, or checkers <laughs> <laughs> Or anything, yeah. Any game, playing a card game, yeah. big two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're in it, yeah, you you just see your cards. Mm-hmm. Like let's say we're, t- we're talking about big two, mm-hmm. and then like we just see your cards, and you're like, uh, but some like I don't know about you, but the person that's just spectating, mm-hmm. they can uh, they most often can see the opportunity more than you can you. see the opportunity, yeah. and I feel like. I feel like that is like very. Uh, that's why we need like community. Yeah, that's and so true. I don't know why it's like that. Like maybe it's because we're so close to the point where mm. we put in action and put in mm. an input, and that we just there's so much stuff. There's mm. so much like um, just what like how how you become who you are right now. Like that's like in that very moment. That you're so close to it, you don't see anything mm. else, yeah. and and that's why, like, whenever I feel like that, I am reminded to just like look at God again, because mm. He is like, uh, He's like a Russian doll of like, <laughs> of like, 
consciousness because like every time you expand your every time you expand your like point of view he's like ah, that is actually more and then like <laughs> and then i'm like oh there's more oh yeah you you're right more. And then, and then, and then the next one comes. And like, There's actually more. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think you made a good point too with community, and this is where connection really is important. And to realize that our natural design mm-hmm. wasn't to be alone. You know, there's no Christian islands, guys. But mm-hmm. we're really designed to be in communion with people mm-hmm. and with others. And mm-hmm. one of the things I've learned just from experience is that you know, when I am in the bog of things, or I'm in you know a rut, of course the the unction of the Holy Spirit will always be there and he'll tell you, you know, you know. And that's when, you know, if I can't really navigate properly or I can't move, because sometimes you just feel like you're 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 locked in. Yeah. That's where your community comes in. And especially people that you know who are would tell you love like the truth in love. Mm. And it's really important to find those people and really even finding seasoned saints who will be there to pick you up and tell you, you know, hey, this is this is how it this is biblically what the Lord said or sometimes, you know, I think Pastor Tom has <laughs> has experienced this with me, you know, he'll sometimes say we'll see each other and you know, he'll be like, "Hey, what's up?" because this is what the Lord had showed me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "You know what, God?" <laughs> That's so right cuz sometimes in our own humanness, I feel like pride in our ego sometimes kicks in mm-hmm. that prevents us from seeing what God wants us to see. So he'll put in someone who can see the broader broader picture, like what you said, sometimes when we're too up close to our issues, that's all we see. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's where, you know, our mentors, our our Barnabas, so to say, or like our friends who are in the faith can kind of be there to kind of push you and guide you. And, you know, the thing that's coming into my head is that the story in the Bible where the friends brought their friend through the roof just so that Jesus could heal him. Yeah. You know, sometimes it takes other people for you to receive what you needed to receive. Because sometimes we yeah. ourselves, we're in denial or we just, you know, we sometimes get in a rut and mm. we, you know, there's that self-pity or whatever, but mm. you just need that push from other people to really realize like, hey, there is something for you and mm. you aren't meant to do this alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so no that's way. why connection is so important. There's no way you can do it alone. Mm-hmm. Like. I think that's a straight up lie if you think that and like i think there's like the saying like many hands make light work right yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's not just tasks it's like it's also like the things that you're going through um the things that you are um struggling with like that's why when you share your story mm-hmm. most of most of most often like that i found this season like season as in like these past four months because <laughs> people people keep asking me like what do you mean this past season like they're like the summer <laughs> like, could yeah be. it could be yeah but just to be specific yeah um i don't know whenever i share my problems we were like yeah I, I had that thing too and that was i was going through that and and then because i'm going through it i get to learn someone else's story Mm. and i feel like that's actually really cool (laughs) because like if i wasn't going through the the season or or whatever issue and and like i wouldn't have known that there's more Mm -hmm. and then so it's like maybe like we are meant to like feel these things and then we can then we can relate and then we can build more character with one another mm. and and you know just expand that curiosity 
Mm-hmm. You know, you know. After expanding that, though, we we gotta learn, right? Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, you know, sometimes we get into the rut of just not wanting to learn, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where Joyce was just talking earlier about how uh, the ego itself mm-hmm. just kicks in and just just want to do my oh, way, yeah. my way, yeah. I, me, myself, and whatever, you know. And you will always get into the wrong place, mm-hmm. and you will always struggle. And we learned that in Haggai. I think I talked about that. Did mm-hmm. I talk on podcast? Maybe I talk on it. <laughs> yeah, I speak to so many places. Sometimes <laughs> I forget. But anyhow, those those people were not uh, getting things that they're supposed to get when they turn away from God. Mm. And so I, I, the key thing is this. Like in the book of uh, Proverbs, uh, the first book, it talks about wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know... Uh, you know fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and mm. so um that's how it begins when you start to acknowledge god first mm. god as priority that's true and so when you don't do that you can do a lot of things and you can be very successful at mm. it you know i've seen many many uh people who don't believe in god that are very successful in business mm-hmm. but you know what their experience Their destination hasn't arrived yet. Mm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean. That's remember, good. we talk about how you know, just don't watch the trailer and know <laughs> you think you know the whole movie, <laughs> because you could go through so much and be so successful at something, or you think you're successful, and then boom, it happens. And so I've experienced it myself, where you know, many many years ago, I didn't put God first, and I experienced very tough times. Mm. And it came, it came like waves like tsunami of suffering mm-hmm. you know and and then i'm like okay the first reaction is trying to blame god mm. right you go you know god why are you doing this like wait go further and think of what you did yeah right That's so true. so talk about proverbs one you know the wisdom but proverbs two is even more interesting it says you know when you fear the lord when you acknowledge god actually he'll give you knowledge and understanding so those two things are very critical a lot of times in you know in our lives we have a lot of knowledge but we really don't have the understanding mm. okay the wisdom the wisdom right That's so good wisdom mm. is not about you knowing more than others mm-hmm. or you know you're 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 more rich than others or no wisdom is is different wisdom is you know like choosing the right direction mm. mm-hmm to the right destination mm-hmm. that's wisdom and that's relying on god yeah totally yeah i want to bring up a bible verse normally when i talk about this you know like <laughs> it makes a lot more sense when you read from the bible yeah uh, so i'm going to read from uh, john chapter 3 john chapter 3 now this is about the story the background of the story is about this this guy this 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 pharisee uh, like in the he's like the the council members like one of the top council members uh you know in the pharisees pharisees were like the religious teachers those days and he came at night and he came to see jesus because he've seen all these miracles mm-hmm. now that's how you know miracles are I always say it is like an invitation for you mm-hmm. to get to know god so he came and he said to jesus listen to what he said to jesus he said uh he said this uh, i'm just going to read He says, "Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could do those miraculous signs that you do unless God is with him." 
Come on. Right? So it's like, what? Mm. Right? So when people read that, sometimes they go, yeah, yeah, he got it, he got it. No, he actually didn't get it. He has the knowledge, but he doesn't have the understanding. That's good. You see? It has become like what you were saying earlier, Jackie, about you being in that situation and sometimes when somebody is outside of the situation, they can actually see clearer than you, mm-hmm. right? So let's, let's read on. And then Jesus says, I assure you, unless someone is born anew, it's not possible to see God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. That means unless you're born again, you're not going to see God's kingdom. And so it's like, whoa, all this time, you are the top religious leader. Mm. You know everything. You are the council members, like the top council members. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you're put in your place. Like you don't have the understanding. You have all the knowledge, yeah. but no understanding. So he goes further. Later on, we read, like his name is Nicodemus. And he says, how is it possible for an adult to be born? It's like, <laughs> that, that will be the normal. That is coming from a person that don't understand, mm. that has all the knowledge. And then he's like, impossible. It, it is impossible to enter the mother's womb for a second time and be born, isn't it? He asked Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus answered, he says, I assure you, unless someone is born of water and the spirit, it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. Mm. And then he continues, he says, whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of the spirit is is spirit. Can we go back to that part where he's saying you're born of water and spirit? What, what does that mean to you? Well, Joyce, I'll <laughs> let you go at it first. Water is baptism, right? Mm. Being submerged in that mm. water and mm. the new man comes up. Mm. You know, you're you're kind of washing away what that was. It's it's very symbolic. Um, I know from my experience, I remember just before I got baptized, like a lot of thoughts start running in my head. And this is actually an experience a lot of people that I've seen or I've, I've come to know where, you know, right before the baptism, for some reason, your thoughts just run. You know, thing, things start to tell you, why are you doing this? You don't need to do this. This is just water. Why are you even doing it? Mm. And I came to learn that that was actually the enemy not wanting us to symbolically show and proclaim our decision to, to be born again. Mm. In terms of the spirit, that's when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And, and yeah, you know, you are born again. So you, you have that new spirit when you when you come and you accept Christ in your life and you have made that conscious decision, mm. an intentional de- decision to follow him. So that's kind of where my mm-hmm. take is. <laughs> hmm. What about you, Tom? Well, think of it. You're born of water, mm. and then you're born of spirit, yeah. right? So that part is where people don't understand most of the time. They have the knowledge, but they don't understand. What does that mean, really? What does that mean? Because it's very serious. Like Jesus says, unless you do this, you cannot enter the kingdom, kingdom. of heaven. Mm. It's very serious, you know, and people don't get that. They're like, okay, well, we got to be born, <laughs> you know, like water baptism. Yes, water baptism, but there's also... Fire, mm. baptism by fire, by the Holy Spirit. And so what does that mean, right? And so that, that part is about you, right, dying to yourself, your flesh, which is symbolic in the water, mm. and then letting the Holy Spirit lead you. Remember I started mm. by saying 
direction yeah. that when you don't allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in every aspect of your life, especially your personal <laughs> things, uh, you will always end up in all the wrong destination because sometimes you think it's truth, but it's not truth. Mm. It's actually lies. Mm. And so you end up, that's why Jesus said, you know, the eye is the lamp to the body. Now, how bad it is if the eye is bad and mm. then the whole body... The rest of the body yeah, gets impacted. Yeah. It's like an infection. It is an infection. And in the end, lies that are coming in, mm. that becomes your truth. Yeah. Your your personal truth. And then in the end, this is how dark that is. How dark is that? That is so dark. And so well, how you perceive things. So it's back to that. So how you perceive things. I think I think that shows up in like like um I was reminded that uh like when you're talking about how your eyes and mm. how you mm. see things mm. like it's like how you like whenever that reminds you of like being offended mm. Mm. like taking offense yeah. to things and um I was always use that as a right to be mad mm. when i was like i don't know maybe like 22 21 sometimes i still find myself that way too mm. and but i'm learning to catch myself a little quicker <laughs> and you're changing directions and yeah and it's the reason one of the biggest reasons why is because someone told me he's like mm. uh, well uh when you're offended Mm. It shows. It doesn't show the other person. Uh, it shows your. It shows where your hurts. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Like, cause why are you reactive mm. to the situation? Mm. You are made to respond. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that there in doing that, there's a choice in it, mm-hmm. and there's some power into it. Mm-hmm. Like the whole point of Christ mm. that I admire so much. Mm is that he is this person that takes on all of the sins of the world. Like he is like the most, I think he's like the most manly man in the whole. (laughs) He's the man. Yeah, he is the man. Yeah. Son of man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we all aspire to be. And uh like and yeah so it's like i think that's like that's so crazy like mm-hmm. if you because there's one like if i'm offended let's say let's say joyce you you <laughs> don't know something i don't know and, and let's say we're roommates and then like i've been dreaming about like eating like food <laughs> like eating my leftover from last night and then i came home and you ate my leftover <laughs> and then now Took i don't have the meal. leftover i've been dreaming about the leftover for like a long time mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and then if i take offense to that mm. like 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 i have every right to right mm. but um what do i do do i just react and be like oh why do you do it start like mm. start arguing or or 
do I set boundaries mm-hmm. <laughs> and like kind of like set it up for the future? But I think go, like going back to what Pastor Thompson and even what you yeah. iterated earlier, yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever you kind of perceive and you end up believing, you end up conceiving that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is where Romans 12, 2 comes into play. And it's really important where the renewing of your mind is so mm. important and you don't conform to the patterns of this world. Yes. And so like what Pastor Tom was saying earlier, when you have the Holy Spirit, he will then direct you. Yep. And that's when, like even earlier when we were talking about filters, that's where the filters and the layers start to come off and you start to realize and start to mm-hmm. understand when you, once you begin to delve into the word deeper and even just experience, you know, more of the Spirit's um, leading, you then realize just how much layers we do have and yeah. how much our believing is kind of, disconnected and dis- distorted right. so to speak and so this is where you, teaching is also important to understand and what the word is actually saying so mm. that we can be that vessel for the lord to other people right right and be that example and be that light and be the salt not salty but be the salt <laughs> which means putting flavor into things right mm-hmm. someone told me this before it's like we were called to be salt and light, not salty and bland. So I'm like, that's so true. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so important to have that connection and understand the disconnect because it does affect what tomorrow brings for mm-hmm. us, at least and how mm-hmm. we perceive what our tomorrow is. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that like in living like that, you take back the power Like you don't be a victim to your situations and like, um, yeah, you don't, because that is the truth. Like, you're mm. not a victim. Mm. I think that's where yeah. we take our authority. Once we do have that baptism of fire and water, we do take back the authority that was ours mm-hmm. anyways mm-hmm. from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I think there is the, you know, it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah. And so freedom, a lot of people, at least in the world, think that it's a feeling. Mm-hmm quite frankly it's a state of being and mm. honestly yeah. you kind of sometimes have to choose that you're you're free already you have mm. to choose it yeah right? mm-hmm. and that's really where that baptism does come into play and it's so important i cannot express that enough and yeah. i think pastor mm. tom can also iterate on this too so you know i i always talk about the holy spirit i think a lot of times we try to ignore him or try mm. to you know just uh, not go into his reality yeah. and trying to go into our own reality and that's why we get into trouble mm. uh, we create <laughs> our own reality our own world our own ways and mm. you know we're brought up this way therefore i'm not changing it's called tradition and then uh, you know and jesus came just blew up everything for them like yeah. you know he blew up like you know what he you know what he said to nicodemus let's get back to nicodemus mm. again john chapter three and uh, let me just open up my phone here and he says, uh, I'm just going to read it. He says, he says, I assure you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of Spirit is Spirit. He says, don't be surprised that I said to you, you must be born anew or again, right? God's Spirit blows wherever it wishes. Mm. You hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it's going. It's the same with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Mm. And uh, here, here's the part. Here's the part where I say you make your own reality. Like these guys were making their own reality because, you know, when God came and He showed him the kingdom reality, He totally, mm. 
he he was like verse 9 you know John chapter 3 verse 9 Nicodemus said how are these things possible <laughs> as Jesus and Jesus answered you know this is how Jesus offended him right he says you're a teacher of Israel and you don't know these things <laughs> it's like man what happened to you mm. we got to ask ourselves the same question what happened to us mm. yeah right how is it that if you're the CEO of a company and you keep offending and badgering your most valuable assets your people and they keep quitting on you and then you keep justifying that they don't want to listen to you something is off here mm. yeah, okay yeah. how is it that you are the this is what jesus is how is it that you are the ceo of the pharisees and you don't know these things mm. right that mm. means you don't have the understanding you have all the knowledge the theology mm, yeah. but you have no understanding and the only way you can have the understanding if you're born of the spirit come on letting the holy spirit teach you the true understanding the wisdom of god mm. and so that is the key thing i think you know even as we continue this podcast i feel like we're going to go deeper in a, you know next whatever how many podcasts we're going to get into <laughs> yeah. more of what god wants to teach us and not what we're trying to make up like you know a lot of times when i listen or i go into interviews mm-hmm. they ask a lot of things that are about worldly stuff mm-hmm. and then when i start going to like heavenly stuff yeah. uh people tend to be annoyed he's <laughs> like you're not answering what i'm asking you well jesus never really answered what people <laughs> ask him in the physical yeah. like you know like a lot of times even john the baptist when the pharisees came and asked him in the book of john chapter 1 he says like by what authority are you baptizing people he says he didn't even answer that he straight away launched into talking about you know i baptize with water but the guy that's going to come he's going to baptize you in the spirit and in fire and so that's really not gonna, i i call that heavenly language the mm. heavenly language is totally different from our earthly language earthly language is always you know worried about you know whatever mm. you know the physical mm. but heavenly language is talking about the destination mm. and and the direction and that in jesus says i'm the way so if he's the way Why are we not following him? Why are we not digging deep into the Bible and find out everything about what Jesus is talking about and how to get there? Mm. It's all there in the Bible. Yeah. Yet we don't want to read it. We want to read all kinds of books other than the Bible. Mm. Sorry, I'm very emotional right now, but <laughs> that It's like, man, see. Yeah. See. see see the guy he's standing in front of you mm. when he stood in front of the pharisees they couldn't recognize him because mm. they made up their own knowledge and tradition and every kind of things other than listening to the holy spirit mm. so yeah that's choices <laughs> sorry my answer is no, longer than usual true. but you know it's, it's good it's, it's good it actually begs for more questions because then it's like Like I feel like the traditions that were formed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point, those are the forerunners mm. of um, of the spirit. Mm. They were following the spirit, and and people were like, "Oh, that felt really good. We formed something mm. that was new." And then the people afterwards, they're like, "Oh, I want to keep doing that." Yeah. And and then somehow and some <laughs> through. through time 
the that just becomes the form without the spirit and mm. i think it's very beneficial to kind of like be always cognizant of like or just being the present moment and also ask yourself am i part of just doing this tradition mm. am i just saying the words and not really like being an act like i can say all the right words mm. but if you're not being the like the way that is like in the in the spirit then then it doesn't really matter yeah and that's why you know? that's why you were talking about how you know like you know when when they had the any encounters i call them encounters with with the holy spirit and like you know especially the israelites in the desert encounter after encounter after encounter all the supernatural things that happened to them you know water came out of rock you know like uh, mana dropped from heaven bread dropping from heaven how do you like that we have to go to safeway to get our bread and they, they got bread dropping and then they complained they want to eat meat and then quails Quail came, came and up. came and and the quails didn't just you you didn't have to like shoot the quail the quail was just hovering three four feet above ground mm. so you just basically grab as many as you want so mm. All these things, all this supernatural stuff happened. The Red Sea parted. Mm. The F, all this stuff, right? Mm. But instead of, you know, instead of turning to God and making God priority, mm. it became like, oh, it's a tradition, right? Mm. They they celebrated it. They started by celebrating those days, but it became a tradition. After a while, it's just like, you know, I met a person a long time ago, and he. he He's of a different faith, and he, you know, and I said to him because I kind of knew that faith, uh, because growing up in a country with that majority of people celebrating that faith, mm. and they have this sacrificial day where they would uh, they would kill a lamb, mm. right? Uh, somewhat connected to what Abraham did when he was supposed to, uh, he was going to sacrifice Isaac, Isaac. but then God provided a ram. Mm. So these guys. Are following that, and so, so, and then, and then he 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 was driving me. He was a cab driver, and then he goes, "It's so wasteful," he told me. Right? I say, "Why do you say that? It's your tradition, right?" He said, "But it's so wasteful. We have so many animals we kill. We don't know what to do with them. We we ship them to some parts of the other parts of the world for food, and we still there there was still so much left over that it's such a waste." Mm. Right. Here's the thing: if you're following Abraham, Abraham's lamb was provided by God. Yeah. Right. So there's that part where you 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 just suddenly go into tradition, and you're right, Jackie. You say you forget, you forget why you're even doing that. Mm. You forget. It, it's like it's like Christianity too. Like I feel like a lot of people just follow Christianity as a religion, and like, but people forget what that whole thing is about. Yes, yeah. and it's about tuning in into the spirit. Mm. Where is he at? Mm. Is he over there? Because then, or is he over here? Like mm. right here, or mm. next to us, or mm. above us, or like wherever he is right now. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. like, or is he like? <laughs> Ten miles away, or like mm. in the next galaxy, like you know, like it's like where where is he? Right in there. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and that, it's like 
I think that's the the whole story. The whole story, like a huge chunk of the story, is telling you that, like, hey, he's actually with you. Amen. Every mm-hmm. step of the way. Amen. And and it's like he's not far away. Yeah. In every other religion, it's some kind of god that's like far away. He's in some cloud, and then he's like trying to smite you if you don't do the right thing, and like, mm. or like he's just we we're just a plaything on earth, and then there's some kind of being out just out of touch. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but Jesus is the only one that's like right next to us, mm. like every step of the way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And how do we mimic that in our in our community? Mm. How do we provide that? Mm. And how do we channel that energy, not just through words and like through action, and mm. not just through actions too, mm. and through spirit. Mm. Mm. And I think that if we're doing all those three things. In simultaneously which mm. is really hard it's like a juggling act <laughs> and uh, i think that would be a really clear picture yeah I, you know to add to your point uh that's what i've been you know saying from the beginning of this podcast is that that disconnect mm-hmm. that disconnect you know sometimes too like in as christians too like we we continue to do life together do life together but we disconnect mm. from the from the truth that the Holy Spirit, like you were saying, Holy Spirit is with us. Mm-hmm. So are we acknowledging Him? Yeah. Like if Jesus says, you know, y- you're now a friend, you're no longer a mm-hmm. slave. So if you're a friend, why are you not an- acknowledging the friend? Yeah. Yep. Right? And yep. so that's the part that maybe in the next uh, episode <laughs> we'll talk about how we migrate from, yeah. uh, you know, relationship, doing life together as a church, as a group, to now doing life with the Holy Spirit, Spirit yeah. mm-hmm. is so important, mm-hmm. right? Unless yeah. you're born again, you're not entering the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And that's the word of Jesus. And so it's really important for us to get into that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be very good for us to just talk about what that dynamic looked like. Mm. And I don't know, it reminds me of like just war. It reminds <laughs> you, like for me, like it reminds you of war. It reminds yeah. you of like, like a, it is like a spiritual warfare. It is. It is. Do you do you push your like your troops like mm. every step of the way, or do you like actually recognize like, oh, this guy looks tired. He needs to like, he mm. needs to like help, be helped by some friends, <laughs> like you know. Mm. And like yeah. that's that's when you fellowship. I don't know. I think yeah. that would be a really good topic to like dive into. Oh yeah, for the next one. <laughs> yeah, one day we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And um, but for this time, I just want to like. Uh, I feel very happy, very grateful that uh, Joyce has joined us. And like, I don't know. Thanks for having me now. Like, thank you for all your, like, uh, all the wisdom that you provided. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs) Seriously, yeah. Yeah. See, this is this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about, listeners. <laughs> she points she points it back. <laughs> that's true. If we remain teachable, that's where things start to begin to flow, and hey. and that applies not just in your spiritual walk, but in in the things that you do, and above all else, really guard your heart. And and when you walk with the Lord, it just changes things. Mm-hmm. It truly does. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited for the next few episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I'll leave us with that. And I'll see you guys in the next one. See ya. Bye.
<laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you've been blessed by this episode and would like to support what we're doing, click the support button on our website at naturallysupernatural.life. Your contributions will be used to fund initiatives around the world, including children and communities who have been impacted by this year's COVID-19 pandemic. From the past initiative, we have already helped over 35,000 people worldwide. To find out more details on how we've been helping, check it out on our website. If you have any questions and topics、uh, that you'd like us to talk about, drop those questions through our Instagram and email. What's our Instagram and email, Joyce? Underscore naturally supernatural or at naturally supernatural dot life. All right, that's it. Love and peace. Catch you in the next one. Bye.